Hey everybody, this is Connor, your podcast producer. Welcome back to Pines with Pat. This week, Pat is talking a lot about core values, mission statements, and other things that we're talking about behind the scenes at Yellowbird. Pat's also got a new beer to try this week. This week, it is the Sequench Ale Session Sour from Dogfish Head in Milton, Delaware. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast and you have yourselves a great weekend. What's up, everybody? It is Pints with Pat. It is August 30th, Friday, Labor Day weekend Friday. Everyone's staying a little later than they wanted to to come help us film this podcast because we're fucking committed to it. Um, the beer today, usually I'm not into sours, and I've decided I'm going to start with the beer now on so I don't, so we get that out of the way. Um, usually I'm not into sours, but this this can just looks, just looks really nice. It looks... Uh, it looks tantalizing. Picture of a lime there. It is Sea Quench Ale Session Sour. Dogfish Head. Grew up drinking Dogfish Head. That was our favorite. That was a high school favorite right there. Bud Light and Dogfish Head. Um, 12 fluid ounces, 4.9% 4, 4. alcohol by volume. Um, this is that new brewery. Uh, at the beach we're gonna have pints with pat there coming up it's uh southern swells and um i accidentally bought a sour there one time one of their sours and i actually really liked it but normally i'm not into these so let's give it a shot i've been liking unique lately so last last week we had kind of a basic basic bitch ipa and we got low 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 score let's try this so it doesn't taste like a typical sour it's refreshing and it's almost got like a very much a very beer almost light beer taste to it doesn't it it's like a bud light it's like a bud light lime very good very light the 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 sour i had or i've had a couple at breweries they're always i had one in Asheville too very very strong like in your face like drinking a uh like drinking a liquid one of those uh blow pops a liquid green blow pop is what they taste like uh, in, in the breweries. This one's nice and light. You could drink a couple of these out in the sun. Sea Quench Ale, Dogfish Head. 7.1. 7.1. And it's going to take, I feel like I'm going to have to do like uh, like 50 or so of these. So 52 of them, a whole year under my belt before my scores actually start to mean anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm just kind of throwing them out arbitrarily. But, well, this is good. This is good. I'm going to drink this whole thing while we're talking here today. So this week... Um, big things that happened this week. This week was overwhelming because the call center really kicked into gear and, uh, I don't have a good sit. What the call center does is, uh, it's like five people in the Philippines hammering a list in Jacksonville. So just calling the shit out of people. Um, and what they do is if they get a lead, they type it up and it goes right to the CRM and then it goes to me. I have to deal with it. So the list is always full. Now it's got like 20 of them in there I need to go through. Uh, we probably have one or two good ones so far, but uh, we're going to need a better plan for weeding through these leads that come in through the call center. Uh, big organizational changes this week. Real big uh, with the real estate side of things anyway. Gabe, we brought him on to be kind of um, under me to help me out with calls, to help me out with uh, 
um, help me out with some appointments. Uh, actually, that's not true. We brought him on to uh, do a better job door knocking foreclosures. So adding value with finding deals that we weren't touching already. And it turned into us turning him into a jack of all trades. He didn't really have a good job description. Um, that's what's a common theme around here. Um, he came on and he was door knocking foreclosures, but then it was like, Hey Gabe, help me make these phone calls. Hey Gabe, why don't you uh, go to this house and change the fucking locks? Hey Gabe, how about you just go on to this appointment and talk to him this way? So he didn't say he was overwhelmed, but he, I'm sure he was overwhelmed because we were just throwing a bunch of shit at him, which uh, happens around here a lot. Um, so what we decided to do this week, we took Gabe and Tyler aside and we gave him three things, three measurable things to do that were top priorities each week. They're all, they're going to be responsible for other stuff too, but, uh, moving in the direction of traction. Now they, now they have numbers. Now it's, I think we got, we did a hundred deal machines a week, uh, numbers that are going to drive profits. So they each have to do a hundred deal machines a week. I do 50 or so that's 250 deal machines a week. That's huge. They say 300 is a deal. So that should be two deals a month. Um, uh, there we're cracking down on, uh, the foreclosure auctions getting a lot more competitive. So it helps Kyle when there's better pictures. Um, if Kyle knows what the inside looks like, he can feel more comfortable getting aggressive, more aggressive when it's with his bid than just like a picture of the outside. So, um, we ramped up, we ramped up the way they're going to drive foreclosures. And there's a measurable, you know, thing in there about making mistakes. I can't remember exactly what it is. And, uh, another cool thing helps out the media department is there. We are forcing them to do content now, which, uh, it's for in Tyler's case, we were like, he's, he's so good at it. Like his stories are really funny. We were like almost, um, I could say we're misusing him. What's the use? What's the word I'm looking for? We weren't utilizing him correctly because he is good at, it and he enjoys doing it. It's only Friday. We told him this plan starts next week, Monday, and he's already got, what'd you say? He has three in there, right? He already put three in there and they're funny. So I think little adjustments like this, uh, bringing on a couple more people to help out. I think that's things are going in the right direction. Um, the other big talks this week were about our core values, um, which I don't have in front of me now, but it's, it's in negotiations right now. We have like three or four that we really agree upon. Um, consistency is one consistency and execution is one. Um, some uh, sort of a happiness lifestyle one is another one, but we have like three that we really like. And then there's, we're, we're going to have five. And then we, me, Kyle and Steve each have two that we're like kind of each pushing our own agenda a little bit. So we'll hammer it out. And, uh, it's exciting to be making progress and having those, um, another big and kind of interesting discussion we had this morning um, at breakfast, trying to, trying to look at the long-term plan for what we're trying to do it for what we're trying to do. And it's really interesting when you get talking about, it. at least I was interested in it when I was, I, I was planning for the future and visioning ahead three, five, 10 years. It was like, what is the whole point of us coming here? I talked about this last week. What's the whole point of us coming here every day? Why are we doing this? Why don't we just all go collect unemployment in Massachusetts? Because it's great. Uh, $550 a week. Why don't we all just do that? Why do we come in every day? And I would have told you last week that the purpose of, 
of doing all this, the purpose of doing everything was to build wealth, build this rental portfolio, build money in the hard money lending department, just build it up. And that's why we come in here every day is to build wealth. But the question that was brought up this morning, which was interesting to me is when is enough enough? Because at some point, uh, at some point you don't need any more, right? Like it's, you have infinite amounts of money, but what, I mean, what I have no interest in like, um, buying an Island or anything like that. I have no, I, I mean, I'm more into hanging out here every day. So where is that balance and where is that line of, okay, you're building wealth, but we're also looking for a really great company where everyone loves what they do every day. And it's a great environment. And like, there's talks of, um, trying to move our office to the beach. So like having, you know, what is our goal? Is our goal solely wealth? If it's solely wealth, we can stay in fucking DuPont station in this shitty ass brick building and just bust our ass every day. Or like, what is, is the, is the other goal to build a really great company and, like, okay, the office is at the beach and it's badass and there's a pool table in the office and people leave at noon on Fridays and drink beers at Mellow Mushroom or go paddle boarding for a lunch break. I mean, that's, we all decided that that's what we want. Um, it's, it's more important to have a great company with a great culture. Everyone know what they're supposed to do. Everything measurable. That's more important than uh, building wealth, at least in my head now. So, and kind of all of our heads. And that's, it's, it was just a really interesting conversation to have this morning. Um, like what direction are we going to take it? What are going to be our core values? Are we going to like, if we have a land development project or a restaurant that comes up, uh, is it right for us to go and capitalize on a project like that? Or should we stay focused on single family homes? Are we going to stay focused only on flipping? Or are we going to focus on this rental portfolio? Can we focus on both? Does that work? within a, you know, a hedgehog concept. And so those, those talks are really important and, uh, having those big picture talks and the fact that we're even talking about it now is a huge step forward for us. That's where we're at now. Uh, August 30th, um, August 30th, 2019 core values will be pretty much established within the next four or five days. And these are things we have to stick with. They can change a little bit, but, uh, what I, th and core values is a funny thing because I used to work for a company diamond offshore and they had core values and, uh, nobody gave, nobody gave a fuck about their core, va core value. Like you didn't care when I was out working for diamond, I just wanted to get my shit done. I didn't like think about, Oh, am I doing this right? Is this honesty and integrity or whatever the hell their core values were? Um, so they, they were kind of bullshit, meaningless. They just had them because they were supposed to have them. But the way we're going about it and the way we're moving forward with core values is every decision we make, every employee we have, every, every new hire we make, every decision to bring on a new project or invest money in something else has to align with these core values. And we're committing to doing it, which is, which is the really, really cool part. So you have to get them right. Uh, because if you have these values and everyone at your company has them and you post them everywhere and everyone makes every decision they do based on them, you're going to attract people. You're going to attract like-minded people. So it's important that you get them right. And it's important that you stick to them and hold people accountable to them and bring like-minded people on. So that's why I'm excited about it is because it's not just lit music. Um, 
it's actually everyone's committed to it and it's just really cool to talk about and uh really exciting times because we're 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 all committed to taking that step to the next level the other cool thing that's unique about our situation is everyone uh i mean me kyle and steve are all very humble in the fact that no one's ego gets stepped on if uh personality profiles come up and it's like hey man like your personality profile says this i don't think you're the right person to be the integrator of this whole company everyone is very much in the mindset like i don't care what the fuck i do i just want things to get better and that's why i think we're so primed for uh to take things to the next level because no one has an ego no one's a douche uh it's a great group um so it's just really exciting i'm really i'm really excited about it plus i just bought a condo down in San Jose. We just got phenomenal offers from hedge funds on a couple of our houses. So Dorian's going to come, but, uh, it was still, it was still a great fucking Friday. Another thing I wanted to mention that came up this week uh, is, uh, um, I talked to a kind of a mentor of mine, uh, and he, he just, I just bounced some ideas off him about what we had going on. one of my biggest pain points was the CRM. And, uh, now that Gabe is not dealing at all with the CRM, um, it's, it's back on me and the VA a hundred percent. So, uh, he said, if that's your biggest pain point, start making like training videos to show her what to do. So he told me this training software went to Cody was like, Hey, do we have anything like this? I think I'm getting this vidyard thing. She said, don't do that. It's too expensive. What do you know? I found OBS OBS. Have you heard of that? It's, it's amazing. So it's so easy and it's free. It's what gamers use. Like people that play games, it films your screen and you can put a little picture of your face in the corner. So it's great for VA videos when I'm showing her how to make phone calls and like my, the inflection in my voice when I make follow-up calls, the inflection in my voice when I answer calls and uh, uh, convince people to sell their house to me. So it's, uh, I love it. And I've made three already and uh, I got it just up on my computer. So if I'm doing something like writing a contract or something, it's like, let me do this contract the right way, explain how to do it, and then it's there forever. Whether it's the VA doing it or Gabe doing it, then that training video is there forever, and the next person can take it and run with it. So that was another. Um, if you are looking to make training videos where you need to record yourself and your screen, this OBS, OBSproject.com, absolutely fucking phenomenal. There's no pop-ups. There's no ads. And it's like, for someone like me, that's not great with video. I tried my hand at video editing, you know, before we had any of this and it's, it's not, I, I know it's hard. It's not easy. It takes a lot of time and energy to be good at. I know it does. I tried to do it myself and I was, <laughs> you know, and it's like the little things you don't think about like that music you had in there. Like, where would someone like me find that fucking music? And like, you know what I mean? I, I wouldn't even know where to look doing your own videos. is not easy. So, but this makes it easy to make training videos. So you don't, don't edit them or anything. It's good at just very easy to click record, film yourself for two minutes, showing them what to do. Click stop record, save the video, put it on your Google drive. Then you have it forever. So we're building this video database of training stuff. But, uh, what else we got laying low? Uh, we were going to go down to St. Augustine, take Nora down to, uh, the, um, alligator farm down there but uh laying low not really doing anything uh probably work probably try to get a little this work done this weekend just because this i'm so 
hyped up about this core values and vision stuff now. Um, it's funny. They make it sound so easy in the book. Have you started reading it? They make it seem, the book? They make it sound so easy, um, but like try to do your vision and get your focus. And it's not, it's not easy because it's like, what is the right decision? Is the right decision for us to like not do any rentals and focus solely on flipping houses and me, Kyle, and everyone in the office is a hundred percent focused on flipping houses and acquisitions. Is that the right answer? I, I, I don't know. Like it could be, it could not, I don't know. But then you miss opportunities elsewhere. You know, you miss opportunities to build a portfolio or lend hard money. There was talk this morning of what if we, what if we completely shut off the hard money department and didn't lend at all? I don't know what the right answer is. It'll take a lot of thinking, uh, take a lot of thinking, some experimenting, but we need something to start with. It's not like we're going to go around and be like, all right, everyone write our company, but we need something to start with. Um, but yeah, absolutely. That's part of it. But we, we got to get somewhere first. It w- was our thing. It needs to get started. Right. It is a big first step. So that's it. Um, try a dogfish head sequench ale this weekend. And uh, everyone have a good Labor Day. And we will talk to you next Friday.